All right, let's get kicked off. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Mortgage Strong podcast. Glenn here with you, and, and we're getting better at this thing. It's a lot of fun and, and getting getting more shows out, and I'm so excited today. I've got a special guest. Uh, he's a close, close friend of mine. I utilize him for a lot of different things. He helps mentor myself, our company, and uh, a lot of our sales team and ops team. And without further ado, I don't want his head getting too big as we're sitting here talking and smiling at each other. But day over millions on the show today, and and guys, this guy's seen a little bit of everything. He knows a tremendous amount about everything in life, but especially mortgage. He helps us in so many things, and I thought it'd be a good opportunity to you know to have an expert, to have somebody that lives, breathes, dies mortgage with our our industry and our market being awesome and then not so awesome and then up and then down and just kind of get into the nuts and bolts of where we are as an industry and and, and where we're going as an industry. Dale talks to a, a tremendous amount of people throughout the country. So he brings so much uh, wealth and depth of knowledge. Again, Dale, I'm making your head big, but I, I mean everything I say. I'm, I'm really thankful for our friendship first and foremost, but I'm also yep. thankful you joined me today on our, join me today on our podcast. So you introduce yourself, Dale, and you add anything you want to about what I just said. <laughs> I don't need to add anything other than I got 40 years in the business. So I've been doing this for a while and, and uh, I love you to death, Glenn, and honored to be on your podcast and uh, even, even got my Mortgage Strong t-shirt. I'm ready for today, man. Let's, <laughs> let's do this. Well, let's do it. Well, you know, Dale, we, we had the, the, the historic numbers, 2020, 2021. We had COVID come in and COVID was such an uncertain time, not only for mortgage, but just the country yeah. as a whole. But it ended up tilting the pendulum and mortgage to being two of the best years in the mortgage history. Now, the numbers back that up. Let's start just on a, a granular level. What's happened since then, Dale? Where, where did we turn off and, and veer off? There's been, a, you know, a lot of layoffs in our industry. Rates went up, I think, significantly faster than people thought they were. So give me your insight on where where, where that first turn was after COVID. Well, um, you know, we really saw the market start to shift in about February of 2022. Um, that's when we started to see the rates increase. That's when we started to see the market shift. Um, and, you know, we went from two years of the best uh, production, uh, the best rates, the most activity in history, a pure volume market in 2020 and 2021 to all of a sudden 2022 in a matter of seven months, we saw 450 basis points in interest rate increases, which was the highest single increase in that period of time that we've ever seen in, in all the years we've been doing this. Um, and what it did was it shifted the market 180 degrees from a volume market to a conversion market. And the mistake is, Many people didn't make the shift with it. We we just didn't change the way we did our business. You know, when you're in a volume market, you can rush things. You can, you know, when rates are low, activities high, you got more leads, more opportunities, more referrals, more applications, and more business to work on, you know, to do with. So you streamline and you, and you take a little bit more, um, you know, uh, efficient approach to your business. Technology becomes a very important part of your of your dynamic. And you don't have to have as much relationship, even though you need to have relationship, because the demand's so high. You get into a conversion market, Glenn, and all of a sudden, it's a different game. It's all about relationship. And that's the mistake that people have made, is they haven't shifted, where now they're slowing down, building better relationships and partnerships, and really doing it the right way. 
Yeah, yeah, and and I totally agree with you. And you and I have talked many times about relationships and what they mean and and where they go. And that's why I want anybody listening today, whether you're a consumer that listens to this or you're an LO at another company, this is some great information because I get it from Dale a lot. It helps us a lot. We're 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 mid-sized to small company. And uh, we built everything we do off of relationships. And a lot of that's because of how I was born and raised. And a lot of it's Dale's coaching and helping of us. So I want you guys to to really soak in some of what he's saying, because I think that this could really help a lot of people out there. And, and Dale, you know, talking about building the relationships is the easiest and, and best way for guys to do this is to just look in the mirror, take a step back and realize loans aren't falling out of the sky anymore. <laughs> what did I do in 2019? What did I do in 2018? Uh, and, and, and kind of get back to basics. Is that what you would coach people on, on in, in this kind of scenario? Absolutely. In fact, we, we literally this year, our theme at Mortgage Champions has been back to the future. And, and the way we define that is you got to go back to the basics to succeed in the future. And the basics you have to go back to is the blocking and tackling and the relationship building that we did 20 years ago for some of us. And for some of us, it's been that long. I mean, you've got to go back and you've got to prospect in, in the retail distributed world like a crazy person right now. You know, think about this simple fact. All right. In 2022 and 2023, the mortgage industry has has shrunk by about 35 to 40%. At the same time, the real estate industry has done the same exact thing. So the realtors who are the primary resource that we use for distributed retail originations in the the United States market have seen a 40% drop in their numbers. Now, if they've dropped 40% and you've dropped 40%, what does that mean has to happen with your network? You can't have the same network that you had in 2021 and expect the same results in 2023. You've got to literally double and triple the size of your network. So you got to go back to good old fashioned prospecting. You got to get out of your living room and quit living in the COVID world and understand that to succeed today, you got to sit down with your partners. You got to meet with them face to face. You got to be involved in your community. You got to get back to open houses. You got to do the things that we did years ago to even create the opportunities because to your point, applications aren't falling out of the sky. You're not going to win this marketplace reactively. You're only going to win it proactively and organically where you're truly creating your opportunities. And by the same token, you got to absolutely smash your database of your past customers and call them every single day and be talking to them about who do they know that's buying a house? Would they like to look at the possibility of refinancing? A lot of people think this is not a good refinance market. That's totally false. Consumer debt, as of last month, hit $1 trillion for the first time in history. That's credit card debt only. That's the highest that we've seen since 1999 when they started reporting it. And you know what? That tells you that there's a lot of consumers out there today that you can wrap their consumer debt into a mortgage, give them some cash, lower their monthly payments, even though their rate's going up, and actually get them out of debt sooner. There's just so much opportunity, but it takes going back to the basics of really hitting the phones, really hitting the streets, really expanding your database, both with your partners and your customers, and really building those rock-solid relationships. Yeah, and one thing I want to add to what Dale just said, guys, and it's so important to us, and, and, and it's something that we talk about a lot here at First Trust, is everything Dale just said is you got to go to work. Right. You got to work. I mean, to, to, to be what you want to be and to be even what you were in 2020 and 2021, 
You've got to consistently work and do the things that Dale's talking about. You also got to be able to handle some adversity and some no's. You know, Hall of Fame hitter got out seven out of 10 times. We talk about the three hits. In the mortgage industry right now, there's a little bit of that. You, you got to persevere a little bit of the no, uh, but you got to work every day. Get up, be excited about being in the mortgage industry. It's awesome. We're helping people with home ownership. We're helping lower debt at times. So just be excited. So Dale, let's talk a little bit because this is something that you've helped us a lot with. Let's talk a little bit about the conversion market. What you mean by that, you know, and what 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 does that take from a you know a salesperson and their whole team, even through the op staff? Yeah. Well, it's really simple math at the end of the day. Okay. So the, the thing that I teach loan officers all the time is when, when rates go up, there's only one quid pro quo. What is that? When rates go up, consumer activity goes down. It doesn't mean that your numbers need to go down. It doesn't mean your production needs to go down. It just means that activity goes down. So what you have to understand is if I'm getting less bats at the plate to use that example that you just gave a minute ago, then I've got to hit it out of the park more often is what I've got to do. I've got to, I've got to make sure that I am really sitting on, you know, waiting for that fastball. And when I get it, man, I can't miss it. I got to make sure I crush that thing. So in today's marketplace, there's only two ways you're going to, you're going to create the kind of production and revenue and income in a 2023 market you did in a 2021 market. A, we already discussed, double or triple your network so you make up for the shortfall in the activity. B, if you've got less activity, you've got to turn more of those into loans, into sales. So that means that you've got to slow yourself down, dig in deeper with your customers, create a much better customer experience, don't rush your applications, build incredible loyalty and understanding, and provide a very customized, unique solution for them every single time. And when you do that, you simply win more of those deals. You know, I, I teach this all the time, Glenn. It's such a simple principle, but the key to success in this business is simply one sale a day. If you get one borrower a day to agree to give you an application, give you their documentation, and get into process. You're putting 21 deals a month in your pipeline. You're going to close at least 15 loans a month based on standard conversion rates. Yeah, and that's good stuff right there. And I think it's something that did get lost a lot in 2020, 2021, because there was just so much activity that maybe we slipped a little bit on our job and being the best, you know, LO we could be, being the best processor we could be, because there was just so much that it was, you know, I hate to say that people started thinking of numbers as a, a person as a number, but the relationship value left a little bit and the conversion left a lot because there were so many to convert. If you missed two or three, you know, it, you were still good. So let's switch gears just a little bit with, because that's great info for anybody listening. And that's kind of where we have been. Okay. So now let's talk a little bit about where we're going yeah. in the industry. And hey, you know, if you and I really knew this, we, we might not be doing a podcast today. We may own an island, but uh, where do you see and where do you project and you're, you're out and about and you got really close friends that do a lot of, you know, syndications and know what's happening. So where do you see us going, Dale, in, in, in the mortgage world and the real estate sector? 
Yeah. Well, you're right. I'm very fortunate to have, you know, dear friends like Barry Habib, who forecast rates probably better than anybody in the industry. We've known each other for 25 years. Doug Duncan, who's actually going to be on my podcast, Betting a Thousand, coming up this month. You know, Doug is the chief economist for Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac and probably the most knowledgeable guy in the world when it comes to this. And Logan Matashami, who I've had on my uh, podcast a couple times and good friend. You know, these guys are all thinking the same thing um, that I'm thinking. And that is, I believe that we are uh, potentially in a recovery right now in the mortgage arena. Now, let me tell you why I think that. Because when, when I when I call something a recovery, based on the 40 years experience I've had, I base it on a minimum four months of positive trends. We've now had four months of positive trends this year. We have seen uh, buyer confidence improve four straight months. We have seen applications improve four straight months. We have seen rates improve four straight months. We have seen uh, inventory increase four straight months. We have seen sales increase four straight months. In the month of March alone, we saw a 10% increase in home sales. That was the highest increase in a year. So we're seeing a lot of trends, Glenn, that are moving in the right direction. Now, you know, rates, are they going to go down to four or five? I don't know. You don't know. Nobody knows. You know, they were heading down and then they started to go up a little bit and then they headed down a little bit. Now they start to go up a little bit. I believe, and most most economists would tell you today, and analysts in this business would tell you that we think we're going to be in the mid fives by the end of this year. That's what everybody's continuing to talk about based on inflation numbers, CPI numbers, where we think the bond markets go and so on and so forth. That's kind of where people think it's going to be. But it could stay in the low sixes. The fact of the matter is the average rate for the last 50 years is 7.75. The, the fact is that the, the the 20 biggest years of buying homes and building homes was in the years where rates were over 7.75 for that whole 20-year period. So rates don't stop people from buying. What stops people from activity is volatility. And we've seen the volatility calm down and stabilization start to happen, where it's a little bit more stable. Listing prices have reduced a little bit, so that's better for the buying market. We're seeing more of a buyer's market where seller concessions are back and you know contingencies are allowed again. That's good for the buyers. That creates more activity. You know, because the listing prices are down, affordability is a little better, inventory is improving a little bit, buildings coming back, we're starting to see more buildings. So all of these trends tell me we're in a recovery, that we're heading in a good direction. I believe the rest of 2023 and 2024 and 2025 are going to be killer for those who have their A game. If you bring a B game, you will not survive this marketplace. It's way too tough. You've got to have your A game and do the things we've talked about so far. Absolutely. And and guys, I 100% believe exactly what Dale's saying. And, and the recovery's happening. New home starts are up. Everything is, is, is happening. But again, it doesn't matter if you don't work hard. I'd love to tell you that you know, mortgage is easy, but you need to work hard at what you do. You need to be accountable and you need to put your customers first. And if you're doing that in that A game, as Dale said, you're you're going to really have some opportunities next two and a half years. And and furthermore, Dale, you know, I, this, I, I say this on every podcast and I, I don't want to not say it today. This is our 20th year, First Trust Home Loans 20th year. We're so excited about that and we talk about it all the time. And it's kind of a big feat in a in a in an industry that merges and acquires and goes away with with mid-sized to small companies like us but in 20 years 
I saw two years of the rates we saw, but for some, whatever reason, those rates seem to be a baseline with consumers. That, oh, we're we're going to get back to twos. We're not getting, guys, that's not happening again uh, that, that I ever think in my lifetime anyway. But of 20 years, there was only two years of that, and we've got to, as an industry, not realize that was the norm. That was not the norm. Those two years were not the norm. We are getting back to the norm now. And that's where we got to focus and do, like, like Dale said, the A game and, and convert things because there's so much opportunity. We've just got to sometimes get the negativity out. Now, Dale, if you're a consumer, okay, and, and you, other than having a very good trusted realtor and a very good trusted loan officer, say you're not at that step yet, what do you make and what do you take from all of the mortgage jargon and all of the real estate stuff that you see on social media and you see in the news because there's some stuff that comes out a lot of times that would make you want to run backwards and honestly that it's a bad time to buy or it's a bad time to do anything just sit what would you recommend a person do at that point pick up the phone and call their loan officer or what do you recommend them do well the very first thing you have to do if you're considering a mortgage loan is do a budget first that's the first thing you want to do to see what you can afford but look here's the fact of the matter i believe glenn that this may be one of the best times to buy a home in 10 years to be honest with you. Now, here's the reason why. Okay, yeah, rates are up, but you know what? Competition's down. You, you think back, you know, you ask, you ask anybody today, well, okay, if you don't think today's a good time to buy, when do you think the best time to buy would have been? Their answer is always gonna be the same. Oh, when the rates were the lowest. Okay, so the rates were the lowest in late 2021 and early 2022, that's when we hit 2%. So let me ask you a question. Do you remember what the market was like by back those days? for buying. I remember you put a property on the market within three minutes, a hundred people bid on it. And now you started the bidding wars and, and now you started these ridiculous offers, $50,000 over listing price. And then it went up from there. So if you think about that time, that was the one of the worst times to buy. Today, you've got a lot less competition so you can actually get in a contract. Today, listing prices are dropping. So although rates are going up, with listing prices going down, it equates an equilibrium where the cost for your payment is pretty similar to what it would have been in the really low rate market. But today, you can get seller concessions you couldn't get in that market, where you could get seven, eight, ten thousand dollars $10,000 to buy down your rate or to pay for your closing costs. And you don't have to waive contingencies like appraisal and inspection, which are terrible contingencies to waive as a consumer. You should never waive those. That's why people were paying $30,000 at closing because the appraisal came in 30,000 less than what they bought the home for. So not only were they paying way too much for the house, but then they were paying a penalty for the house and having to waive all these contingencies in the process. So. I use this example of people all the time, all right? Think about 20, uh, 2008, 2009, and 2010. Those three years were known as the worst three years in real estate in a 50-year period. Now I'm going to ask you a question. How many of us wish we'd have bought more real estate in 2008, 9, and 10? <laughs> all of us. Every one of us. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I wish I'd have bought 10 houses in that day because I'd be totally retired right now because everything went up 300% from 2010 to 2021. So sometimes what we think is the worst market is actually the best market. If you're a consumer and you're thinking about buying, do a budget, get a hold of First Trust Home Loans, talk to your loan officer, have them help you understand you know, what you qualify for, and then when you do that, get a really good realtor and make sure that you, know, you are working with experts who can guide you in the right direction and it's a really good time to buy if you do that. 
Absolutely. Uh, and, and man, we, we talk about this so much and, and, and I've actually used that example you just used of eight, nine, ten, you know, and everybody kind of looks back at that time as the gloom and doom. But spin that. It really it, it, there's a lot of negative in there, but there's a lot of opportunity in there. And I think that's something that our industry as a whole needs to get back to consumers as a whole is let's look at the opportunity that there is and, and even a, a negative event. What opportunity spins from that negative event to help us all collectively be better together? So great information there, Dale. Let's talk a little bit about, give you a, a plug here. Talk a little bit about Mortgage Champions and what you guys do, because I'm telling you guys, listen, it's a, it's, a, it's a relationship that First Trust has that, man, I, I couldn't be happier with. Dale and I have become close friends. I call him and ask him questions, and we talk at least once a month on, on calls, and there's it's just so much to it. Sometimes we don't talk mortgage the whole time. We talk life, and it's it's great. So tell us a little bit about Mortgage Champions while we got a minute. I appreciate that, Glenn. You know, the, the, at Mortgage Champions, we get the great privilege to work with great people like you and your team. And, you know, we're, we're very simple. We're dedicated to the mortgage industry. Uh, we teach very strategic, um, very proven um, best practices to lenders on sales, on leadership and on uh, sales support, in other words, operations. I hate to use the word sales support or operations because I think it's more sales support. So we, we, we train loan officers and processors and underwriters and op staff all over the country. Um, I speak at conferences all over the country. I consult to executives like I do with you and your team all over the country and helping them to just run their mortgage operations better, have a more effective selling system and process uh, by utilizing best practices and just build a much better customer experience so that they really win in a big big way and most importantly understand how to combine technology with relationship that's that's the missing link in the market today companies are either too relationship with no tech or too tech and no relationship and either one of those extremes will kill you you need to be high relationship and high tech both at the same time then you get the advantage of loyalty along with the advantage of efficiency and loyalty and efficiency together always lead to great results yeah, absolutely. And and guys, I'll 100% vouch uh, for, for Dale's team. And Dale, personally, he gets us through some stuff. Our salespeople pick up, gosh, so many things. It's, I've got guys been doing it with me the entire 20 years, Dale, and I know you know that. And they'll tell me sometimes, they well, watch that from Dale the other day. And I've never thought about that one thing, you know. And so I also encourage everybody to continue learning. And there's so many ways to learn and there's so many different people to learn from. But Dale is definitely a good one, him and his team. Uh, like I said, we built a great relationship. I know he's got great relationships with lenders throughout the country. And I, I commend every one of them uh, for, for using him and trusting him like we do, because I think it's a smart move. And uh, Dale, I think we can wrap this up here, man. I appreciate you being on the podcast. Uh, I always enjoy talking to you. We have a good time with it. Uh, but I know our, our listeners are going to enjoy it. And uh, anything you want to you want to finish up with final final thoughts? No, man. I, I you know it's just an honor to be here. You are such a dear friend and such a great man. Uh, you're 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 the example of what 
I love to see in the mortgage industry, which is a highly ethical guy who cares about his customers, cares about his employees, and cares about our industry. Look, we're in the greatest industry in the world. We got to remember that. People aren't going to stop buying homes. People aren't going to stop having needs for cash. And remember, the tougher the economy gets for consumers, the more we become relevant in the mortgage arena because we help people create savings and stability and security in their life with the biggest financial decision they ever make. So we should be, you know, you said it earlier. I, I always love your enthusiasm, Glenn. That's one thing I love the most about you is you're always excited. It ain't nothing going to get you down. And that's exactly what it takes in today's market to be successful is you got to understand there is tons of opportunity. Quit letting all of the media get to you. This is a great time to be in our industry. Absolutely. One thing I've been using with our guys is, you know, the, the rate crutch. Hey, let's kick them crutches out and walk on our own two feet. You know, you don't, that's an excuse for why not. Let's yeah. find reasons for why we can. And, and we talk about it openly from, from my lady that's up front here in, in the corporate office, all the way to my longest tenured executive. We talk about it. Let's get these excuses out of the way and let's find reasons why we can. And you're right, Dale, I stay enthusiastic. I love what I do and I love who I get to do it with and the people that we get to meet just like you and it, it's fun. So guys, thanks for listening. Uh, I think this is our fourth podcast, uh, which is exciting. Next month, I'm going to do a LO roundtable on the podcast, and we're going to talk about differences in market leaders in our different areas that we have and what they're doing and what's working, what they've seen that hasn't worked. And I hope it's very informational, not only for consumers, but for other LOs out there and even other companies. I, I think we're all in this together. Yeah, we're competition and we want to be better than this person and that person, but we're in the mortgage industry. So we're family one way or the other. And I, I'm thankful for that. Dale, till next time, my friend, I appreciate you. Thank you very much. God bless you, my friend. Appreciate you too. Thank you.